everybody, this is your main man Tyler here with the Round of Bases podcast. So all of our automatic qualifiers for the NCAA tournament are stamped. So let's go ahead and recap championship Saturday for you. Um, first, the West Coast Conference champions are BYU. That was added to the six that I told you about as of yesterday. Um, so let's go through the rest of the 31 automatic qualifiers with the tournaments and the one non-conference tournament champion. Starting in the Southland tournament, Central Arkansas was able to hold on to take down Stephen F. Austin 5-4 to advance to the title game against McNeese State. Bit of a shocker, I didn't, I mean, it is... I mean, Central Arkansas is a good team, but I figured with Stephen F. Austin's regular season, I thought they would be able to get to the championship game. Ultimately, they didn't, so we'll. I don't think they'll make it in as an at-large. Um, so we'll just have to see. wait until tonight to see how it all plays out. Um, but then a Kaylee Lopez hits a double in the third inning, that lifted McNeese State to the Southland Championship in a one to nothing win over Central Arkansas. So congrats to the McNeese State Cowgirls. They are the Southland Champions and they will be representing the Southland Conference in the NCAA Tournament. Interested to see where their regional is and who they will play in the first game. But that will be sorted out tonight. Moving on to the SEC Tournament Championship, Montana Fouts' 11 strikeouts led Alabama to their 6th SEC title tournament title, which is the most in the SEC, with a 4 to nothing win over Florida. Also, this is the second time a ho- the host team has won the SEC Tournament. The only other time that happened was the 2012 Alabama squad who went on to win the national championship that year. Now, I'm not saying this team is going to do that, um, but Montana Fouts in the circle and Bailey Hemphill at the plate give them a great shot of trying to make it happen. I just think there's they've been too depleted by injuries and whatnot to win a national championship, um, but I do think they can still compete with the top teams in the country. I mean, they just took down Florida, who is ranked fourth, I believe, in the nation. So I think ultimately UCLA and Oklahoma would be just a little too much for Alabama in the end, but I still expect Alabama to get to the Women's College World Series. So, we'll see about that. Um, moving on to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, South Alabama got the walk-off to advance to the title game in a, to set up a showdown with Louisiana after their 4-3 eight-inning win over Texas State. Louisiana slugged their way to the Sunbelt Championship in a 15-3 five-inning win over South Alabama. No surprise here. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns are a very solid team, and it was expected that they would win the Sun Belt. Um, 
now the only question becomes how many Sunbelt teams besides Louisiana get into the tournament. I think it'll be four teams from the Sunbelt in the tournament. Obviously Louisiana, who just won the tournament. Troy, I think, is safe. Texas State, I think, is safe. South Alabama is the only one I might have a question about. Um, but that's why the, I don't envy the committee's job of putting 64 teams in the field this year. It's a very tough task. Um, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make these decisions. Uh, ACC Tournament Championship. Duke shut down Clemson in a one to nothing win to capture the ACC crown in only their fourth season as a program. Valerie Cagle made some errors in the sixth pitching, um, wild pitches, um, which ultimately led to the only run of the game coming across for Duke. So, the Blue Devils are the ACC champions. Does that move them into a host spot? Or, well, they wouldn't be hosting on their field. They would be the one seed on a different team's home field. Um, I, I don't know how that's going to... Clemson will host. I know that. Uh, Duke's an interesting situation. I don't know. It's going to be a tough call. We're going to have to wait and see what the committee says tonight to see how this all really will play out. Moving on to the Conference USA Tournament, Western Kentucky had three players with three or more RBIs as they powered their way past UAB 13-4 to win the Conference USA title. So congratulations to the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers for getting the win in the Conference USA title. Um, they're a good team. They've, they took down Kentucky this year. Um, I think they could be a dangerous team depending on where they get sent. Um, not 100% sure where that would be, but, you know... We'll have to see how that play, uh, what the committee does, where the committee sends them, and I don't. The question for a conference USA is: Are could UAB or North Texas or Charlotte sneak into the tournament? I think Charlotte's out. Um, North Texas is very intriguing. I'm not sure if they have the resume to put them into the tournament. Um, but like I said, that's up to the committee. I like I said, I don't envy their job. Their job is very difficult in putting a 64-team field together that is fully deserved. So, but we know the Conference USA will have Western Kentucky there. That we do know. So, other than that, we'll have to wait till tonight and. Uh, I'll get to that in the uh, preview of the tournament after the selection show tonight. Missouri Valley Tournament Championship. Southern Illinois shut down Northern Iowa to take the Missouri Valley title in a 2-0 win. So congratulations to the Southern Illinois Salukis on making it to the NCAA Tournament. Certainly a team that is worthy of the tournament, and they proved it by going through the Missouri Valley Tournament. Uh, 
Um, Illinois State's an interesting one. Do they get an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament? I, that's going to be a tough call for the committee on the Redbirds. Um, I think Illinois State has enough of a resume to get them an at-large bid, but I just don't know where the committee would stand on them. Um, Northern Iowa's not going to make it. Um, Missouri State's not going to make it. If anything, I think the Missouri Valley will be a two-top or two-team, a two-bid league, and that's it. So, um, again, we'll just see how it plays out tonight, and then we'll go from there. But on to the Summit League tournament. Kelsey Lennox's two homers, five RBIs are part are part of all nine runs scored in the first two innings as South Dakota State forced the if-necessary game in a 9-0 five-inning win over Omaha. Then in Game 2, Tory Niches, and forgive me, Jackrabbit fans, uh, if I'm saying that wrong, Tory Niches' 10 strikeouts led South Dakota State through the loser's bracket and end up as the Summit League champions in 4-2 win over Omaha in Game 2. So congratulations to the Jackrabbits. Certainly a season worthy of a, a NCAA tournament. Um, so I'm glad the Jackrabbits are getting in. And they could pose, they could certainly pose a problem to a, a certain teams in the tournament. Um... We'll just have to see what their matchup is, and then, you know, I'll have a better read on the situation. Forgive me. Another late-night episode. Um, but I think the Jackrabbits have put themselves in a great position to be able to do some damage in the tournament. Maybe not to make a super regional, per se, but certainly at least win a game or so. Atlantic 10 Tournament, Alexa Williams walks it off to force a Game 7 between Dayton and George Washington in a 3-2, 9-inning win. And then George Washington competes, completes the comeback through the loser's bracket to win the Atlantic 10 title in a 7-2 win over Dayton in Game 2. So congratulations to the George Washington Colonials, you're headed to the tournament. Another team that could be dangerous, we'll have to see the matchup um, that they're given and where they go, but I think the Colonials have the potential to surprise people if, you know, if a team isn't on, or if they not, they're not expecting what George Washington has, I certainly expect George Washington to come out with some intensity and shock some people if, you know, a team certainly doesn't show up to play like they should every time. It's postseason softball. You got to show up every game or someone's going to knock you off. Plain and simple. American Conference Tournament Championship. Wichita State held off Central Florida in the 7th to win the title 7-4. Addison Barnard, uh, Addison Bernard, Madison Perrigan, and Riley Buck all had homers that scored all seven runs. And then Central Florida's Jasmine Esparza had two homers and three RBIs for Central Florida. She was actually the final out of the game. Um, 
she had bay, uh, runners on first and second, I believe, and she grounded out to second, if I remember correctly. Um, but congratulations to the Wichita State Shockers, definitely a well-deserved uh, tournament champion, and they will be in the tournament. Uh, the question is, how many does the American get in? I think Central Florida's in. I think South Florida's in. Tulsa is the wild card here. I want to say Tulsa can make it in, but I'm not 100% confident in that. Um, so it's going to be a guessing game for who's going where and what matchups or what and blah, 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 and all that good stuff. Um, but all that being said, congratulations to the Shockers. We'll see your matchup tonight, uh, who you're matched up with, and... Uh, I feel like they'll win at least the first game. After that, I have to see the bracket to, you know, give a fuller prediction. The America East Tournament. UMBC's only hit of the game, a single by Sierra Pierce in the bottom of the sixth, gives the Retrievers the America East title in a one to nothing win over Stony Brook. So congratulations to the Retrievers for making it to the tournament. The America East is a one-bid league. Um, UMBC was the one seed in this tournament. They had the tournament at their home field. So this isn't exactly a shock. UMBC has a really fantastic pitcher in Courtney Coppersmith. Um, she's actually, as of a few days ago, third, basically third in the nation in ERA. So... Um, if you're, I mean, UMBC could pull something like the men's basketball team did to Virginia a couple years ago if you're not careful. Um, if you let Courtney Coppersmith shut you down and you're just not having a good day in the circle, UMBC could easily win a game in the tournament. But we'll see. Big East tournament, Angela Giampolo hit a grand slam in the sixth. To force a winner-take-all title game between Villanova and UConn. And then Paige Rowell's double homer and four RBIs led Villanova to coming back through the loser's bracket to win their first Big East title in program history with a 6-1 win over UConn in Game 2. I said Villanova would win the first game today, or yesterday. Today, but I didn't expect them to win both games because they were at UConn. But kudos to the Wildcats. They're actually a very solid team. Um, Paige Rao in the circle. She can also hit. She's a very good hitter, too. Um, Villanova's a team that can hit, and that's always something you want to have as you go into the NCAA tournament. Um, so... That's something you definitely should be monitoring as you're predicting or projecting brackets and who's going to win and whatnot. Um, certainly could be a dangerous team. We'll have to wait and see uh, what the matchups are. But they, they have a potential to be dangerous. Big Sky Tournament. Southern Utah walked it off on an error to take down Montana 7-6 to advance for a chance at revenge with Portland State in the title game. Well, 
in that title game, Portland State scored eight runs in the bottom of the fourth, fourth to lift them to the Big Sky title in their 8-1 to win over Southern Utah. So the Thunderbirds are out. The uh, Portland State Vikings get the Big Sky title in advance to the NCAA tournament. Um, truth be told, I don't expect much from them in the NCAA tournament, but it's always big to win your conference and get that automatic qualifier when you know your league is basically a one-bid league. I'm pretty sure Weber State, the one, the regular season champs, aren't going to make it into the NCAA tournament. Um, but congratulations to the Portland State Vikings on winning the Big Sky title. On to the Big South tournament. Peyton Darnell's sack fly forced the game seven between USC Upstate and Campbell as USC Upstate got the win one to nothing in game one. Campbell regrouped and was able to win the Big South championship with a 5-2 win over USC Upstate in Game 2. So the Campbell fighting Lady Camels are moving on into the NCAA tournament as the Big South representative. Pretty confident USC Upstate's not going to make it in as an at-large. Um, but Campbell is moving into the tournament as the Big South representative. So congratulations to the Campbell, Campbell fighting Lady Camels. Horizon League Tournament. UIC was able to hold off Oakland to win the Horizon League title in a 4-3 win. So the Flames of, U of Illinois Chicago are moving on to the NCAA tournament. Um... Congratulations to the Flames. I thought the Horizon League uh, tournament was just a foregone conclusion that Youngstown State would move on to the NCAA tournament, but I was wrong. UI, the UIC Flames are moving on. Um, congratulations, you earned it, and I look forward to seeing who you play against in the tournament and seeing if you can make some noise. The MEAC tournament. Morgan State's offense broke it open late in the game to wrap up the MEAC title in a 10-5 win over North Carolina Central. So congratulations to the Morgan State Bears, or Lady Bears, however they, whatever they use. Um, Morgan State's going to the NCAA tournament. Don't expect a ton out of them, but like I said, it's any given day. Um... Any given day game, you never know what's going to happen. So we'll just wait and see what the matchups hold. Moving on to the Northeast Conference Tournament, two players had four RBIs for St. Francis as they cruised to the Northeast Conference title in a 12-4 five-inning win over LIU. So the St. Francis Red Flash are through to the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm actually wearing a regional shirt uh, from the last tournament where uh, James Madison in the Ann Arbor Regional that featured Michigan, James Madison, St. Francis, and DePaul. Um, so I have, I do, ha I have seen some St. Francis softball somewhat recently even though that was two years ago. Um, 
but congratulations to the Red Flash. You're into the tournament. Let's see what you got. Ohio Valley Conference Tournament. Eastern Kentucky got out of the bases loaded jam in the seventh to hold on and win the Ohio Valley Championship 5-4 to four over Southeast Missouri. Congratulations to the Colonels of Eastern Kentucky. Um, I thought SEMO uh, would at least force a, game, a second game, but Eastern Kentucky closed the door and is moving on to the tournament. Big dance. Um, the potential for them, uh, not 100% sure on right yet. Um, let me see the bracket, and then we'll talk about it more <laughs> tonight. Patriot Tournament. Boston University spread the love around their offense as they won the Patriot League title in a 9-2 win over Lehigh. So congratulations to the Boston University Terriers. They are advancing to the NCAA tournament. I mean, they had a very solid regular season, so I this is... This is exactly what I expected from the Patriot League. Um, Boston University is always in the tournament. It feels like always winning the Patriot League. Maybe one day some team will take them down, but it's certainly not happening right now. <laughs> Until further notice, Boston University has the Patriot League on lockdown. Moving on to the SoCon tournament, UNCG bashed six homers in total in route to the SoCon championship crown in a 9-4 win over Western Carolina. So congratulations to the UNCG Spartans. They can certainly be a dangerous team in the tournament, um, so we'll see what happens with them. The WAC tournament, Seattle held off New Mexico State's comeback bid late to win the WAC title 7-5. The Seattle Redhawks moving on to the NCAA tournament. Um, I followed some of Seattle's games early in the season, but they lost some of those notable games early, so I sort of fell off from them, fell off of them following them this season. Well, they proved me wrong by coming back and winning the WAC tournament and getting to the NCAA tournament. So I'm intrigued to see what they can do if they can match up well with a team in the tournament. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. Moving on to the Atlantic Sun Tournament. Uh, Caroline Hudson's sack fly in the sixth lifts Liberty to the Atlantic Sun title in a 5-4 win over Kennesaw State on Kennesaw State's field. So congrats to the Liberty Flames, Lady Flames, whatever. Um... Moving on to the NCAA tournament, this was a foregone conclusion. Even if Liberty didn't win, they would have been in the tournament. The question now becomes, does the Atlantic Sun get maybe a Kennesaw State, maybe Florida Gulf Coast in the tournament as an at-large? I don't know. That's a very tough call. The Atlantic Sun is such a good RPI conference every year, but... Is it a more than one bid league? Uh, I don't know. Ask the committee. I, I, that's a tough call for me, in my opinion. I certainly think Kennesaw State could be a, or Florida Gulf Coast could be a difficulty against someone in the NCAA tournament, but that's just me. 
moving on to the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference Tournament. Manhattan shuts the door and wins the MAC, the MAC title with a 6-3 win over Canisius on their field. So congratulations to the Manhattan Jaspers for making the tournament. Don't have super high hopes for the Manhattan team, but I am interested to see if they can hang around or even win a game in the tournament. And then the lastly, the Big 12 tournament. Iowa State finishes fifth at the Big 12 tournament with a 3-1 win over Baylor. I called that. Iowa State was just enough to get past Gia Rodoni. The shocker of the day was Texas Tech stunning Texas in the third place match at the Big 12 tournament. Texas Tech stunned Texas 5-1. I legitimately did not see Texas Tech beating Texas. That is a very bad loss for Texas as we head to the NCAA tournament. Texas could very easily be knocked out early if they're not careful. So I'm very, very intrigued to see who Texas plays in the NCAA tournament because it's gonna it could be very dicey if they're not careful. Then as expected, Oklahoma's offense shows out once again to give the Sooners the Big 12 title in a 10-2 six inning win over Oklahoma State. No surprise there. Oklahoma's offense is an absolute juggernaut. Um the only question about Oklahoma is, does their strength of schedule hurt them come the tournament? Well, honestly, we'll find out. I, a hundred, uh, if I had to go right now, I would pick a UCLA Oklahoma national championship series. Um, but I'm gonna have to wait until the bracket until I pick my bracket tonight in order to fully go ahead with that pick. But anyway, recapping the last of Saturday's action, Taylor Bump's triple homer five RBIs were part of a big offensive day for Michigan in their 13-0 five-inning win over Rutgers. And then Megan Bobian threw a perfect game in Michigan's 11-0 five-inning win, game two win over Rutgers. No surprise there, Rutgers is not good. Michigan's the Big Ten champs. This is exactly what I expected uh, from Michigan. So, Nia Carter's triple and four RBIs led Iowa past Illinois 7-2 to take the 2-0 series lead in Game 1. Then Sydney Sickles shuts down Iowa in a 9-1 win to avoid a potential sweep on Sunday. I saw this as a basically the winner of this series has a legitimate shot in an at-large bid. The only way I would call that into question is if Iowa lose, loses to Illinois on Sunday. Um, but aside from that, if Iowa wins, I think they have a legitimate shot at a big. To- uh, I mean, uh, a big. I mean, at large bid. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Fresno State ended the regular season with a series win at San Diego State in a 4-1 win. Looking good heading into the tournament, uh, the NCAA tournament next weekend. Um, so I am anxious to see how the Bulldogs do. Northwestern cruises to the 9-1 six-inning win over Nebraska in Game 1. 
Then Cam Yabara has three RBIs in the final two innings to lift Nebraska to the four, five to four win in game two. I'm pretty confident Nebraska is out of the tournament. Northwestern is very intriguing. RPI is pl having a huge factor in most analysts' eyes for the tournament. I think North Northwestern should be in the tournament. I don't know if the committee is going to feel the same way based on whatever their selection criteria is, but I think uh, Danielle Williams and... Um, oh, jeez... Morgan Newport in the circle for Northwestern. I think Northwestern deserves a shot in the tournament. I know the Big Ten is getting crushed on RPI this season because they only played themselves, but I think the Wildcats deserve a shot. I hope they get it, but we'll see at 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, a walk in the fifth leads Long Beach State to the Big West title in a 1-0 win over Cal State Fullerton and the series win in Game 1. They canceled Game 2 in a mutual decision between both teams. They felt since the second game didn't count towards the Big West standings, they decided to just cancel it, and Long Beach State was declared the Big West champion. Um, congratulations to Long Beach State. Um, oh man, I really, I don't know, I, I'm almost confident that Cal State Fullerton Titans won't get into the tournament, but I think with the regular season they had, I think they should get in. Um, I, it's, it's such a tough decision for, for the committee to make, but I don't envy it at all. Uh, UCLA won their series at Arizona 7-2 win. UCLA is heading into the tournament on a good note. And then Taryn Atley earns Washington the series split at uh, Stanford with a single in the 7th in a 7-0 or 1-0 win. So there you have it. There's your recap of Championship Sunday plus other action around the country. The only teams playing on Sunday is Big Ten. The Big Ten's the only one playing on Sunday. Um, so if you have the Big Ten Network, you can watch some college softball. There will be three games at noon, 2, and 4 o'clock. Um, other than that, that's it. Um, I will be back tomorrow night with the selection show reaction as well, or the bracket reaction, as well as my somewhat scaled down preview and predictions for the NCAA tournament. I'm looking forward to this. Everybody rest up, get relaxed, get your watch parties ready. This should be a fun day, a celebration of the game as 2020 got canceled. So now we're in 2021. Let's celebrate the game. Let's celebrate the athletes. Let's celebrate everyone that makes this game great at, during the selection show at 9 tonight. Looking forward to it. Um, tune in, 9 o'clock ESPN 2. I will be watching. You should too. But everyone have a great Sunday. And I'll see you tomorrow night 
with another episode. Thank you and good night.